Yes, indeed, all set to answer your home improvement questions by phone or by text. Same number, 651-989-9226. If you have any kind of a project question, maybe you want to talk about decks, maybe insulation, uh, whatever the case may be, call us or text us. Again, same number, 651-989-9226. Good morning to you, Andy Lindis. Good morning, Denny. How is life? Life is good. It yeah. is, and, and, and I'm looking at the forecast. I always think about you and your cruise <laughs> as I'm looking ahead here, and it looks pretty good. Now, again, some showers tomorrow night, which we need, but uh, I think you're going to you know, get some projects uh, done this coming week, just like you have been. Yeah, you know, we've uh, been blessed with a very, very friendly fall and uh, hoping that it continues that way. I think, uh, you know, uh, they forecast it a little warmer than uh, normal October. Hopefully that gets us, uh, that keeps trending throughout the year. But keeping our fingers crossed, Denny, the last year was a great year. We, we were able to work almost throughout the entire winter, um, the winter before, if you recall. Yeah. Not so much. <laughs> no, I guess not. You know, I wanted to ask you about, and it's it's it may be a pattern, we touched on it last week. But instead of, uh, I'm not sure of our listeners as, as a rule, but instead of getting knocks on the door, doorbells rung by cold callers saying, uh, <laughs> we'd like to check your roof for uh, hail damage, yeah. uh, I'm getting it on the phone. We, you talked about it last week. Both landline and cell, they're pretty aggressive. Yeah. They are, um, and I'm getting text messages now too, and it's it's always from different people, and they ask, uh, "Hey, this is uh, James. Uh, um, this is John, right?" And they 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 throw a name out there, and then mm. they hope that you respond and say, "No, this is Andy," and and then now they can start a conversation. I, I've seen that happen uh, a little bit, and I know there's a, a lot of rules. We don't. We don't do any type of cold calling or, or or anything like that. So I'm not as familiar with uh with those rules because I don't need to be. People just call us and say, "Hey, I want you to look at my roof," and that's what we do. And I think that's a better way of going about business. Uh, we had one last week, three years old, Denny, uh, storm chaser, door knocker. I don't know if I've ever seen a roofing job installed this poorly. Really, and like like their shingles falling off. I am really. It almost looked like they had to try to do a bad job. It was it was done that poorly. And 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 again, it's not that door knockers can't do a good job. Some some of the crews are good, but when I run into problems, that's usually what I hear on how the conversation was initiated. I know one call I thought was pretty <laughs> pretty obvious because <laughs> the guy was uh, leaving a voicemail uh, saying uh, about your tile roof. We can replace tiles. And I thought, I don't, I have GAF asphalt shingles. They're the best. I don't have tiles. And I thought, well, that was kind of a shot in the dark, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, They they throw out, you know, whole sorts of information. It's just uh, they're hoping something sticks. Uh, Talk to 100 people and hopefully five people say yes and they got enough work. It's just uh, they're, they're playing a numbers game there and it's just, it's not a good way of doing business, I don't think, Denny. And no. the good news is I've we've inspected probably 50, 55 of our jobs that we've installed in the previous five years, and we found very minimal damage. The damage we're finding is on our roofs is typically to the soft metals. Um, the asphalt shingles, the GF shingles have all, all held up well, but we use a 
at the very least a mid, one of their mid-grade shingles, but more often than not one of their top-of-the-line shingles. So it just hands, it's a little bit thicker, handles the hail a little bit better. A lot of them actually have a, a hail rating where you're getting a discount on your insurance now. Mm-hmm. That's good. I uh, was what we were talking in our family. We were talking uh, last night about uh, the the length. How, how much time does it take, generally speaking? Oh, how long does it take Lindis? Not a huge palatial estate, but just a run of the mill type home. How long does it take to do a, a roofing job? Just base, uh, you know, ballpark figure. You know, a uh, typical roof we should be able to complete during the day. Having said that, if there's extensive rot or a lot of sheeting that needs to be replaced yeah. or it's in conjunction with other projects like insulation, it might take two or three days. But typically we're trying to get done in a day. As the days get shorter, Denny, um, those one-day jobs uh, seem to be less and less. Uh, a lot of these one-day jobs, you know, when, we can, when you can work 16 hours in a day, a lot of times we do. But when we can yeah. only work 10 that's uh that's a different story as much as uh, I love the use of headlamps uh, shingling at night is not something we try to do very often six five one nine eight nine nine two two six that is the text number that is also the phone uh, number if you want to chat uh, with Andy um, a text uh, texter says this wondering what your opinion is on LP smart siding in comparison to steel siding the life of either product and whether they hold up in color or if either product fades. What do you think? Well, um, those are, in my opinion, the two best types of siding that, that we offer. Um, LP Smart Side is my, my favorite siding. I've had very minimal uh, finish claims or warranty claims. I can think of one, and it was, it was right off the bat. While we were installing, we noticed something was wrong. Um, it was just a bad paint, paint batch. Uh, so weatherizing and, and fading, I haven't had that issue. Now, it's not just the LP Smart Side; it's the finish that's put on there. Now, we use the Diamond Coat finish from Wausau Supply. The nice part about it is uh, their main hub, where it's stocked, is in the South Metro, so it's easily accessible. It's a local product, and I just know it's it's as bulletproof as a finish gets. And our steel actually is, is, is a very similar type finish where it's going to last at least that 30 to 40 year range. I think both of them have a 35 year warranty on the finish that, and, and you know me, Denny, when, when it comes to warranties, we research and, and really work with the manufacturers on this. So it's as bulletproof as a finish warranty gets. Yeah, great stuff. All right, Andy, we need to take a quick break here, inviting our listeners again to join in on the conversation. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, no matter, call it in or text it in, 651-989-9226. And good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show. We are around, thanks to Linda's Construction, every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, welcoming your phone calls or text messages related to home improvement. Andy Lindis with me again, as usual, on this Saturday morning. Call us or text us, 651-989-9226. And as usual, we're getting a bunch of those, uh, Andy Lindis. Let's see. Here's one. It says, uh, we are needing to replace two to four windows and stain our cedar siding next spring and summer. We would like an estimate. Can this be done this fall? Do we need to wait until uh, next March or April? Well, this is a pretty good time to... Get a hold of Lindis at least for an estimate, right? Get get ahead of the game here. Yeah, and we're, we're, we can definitely still give you an estimate this fall when it comes to windows. There's there's a chance we can actually still install it yet this year. So um, 
I would not wait. When, when it comes to anything, even if you're thinking about a 2021 project, I think it's wise to start the process now. Start getting your estimates, putting your ducks in a row, and, and you'd be surprised to find how many contractors have three, four, five months lead times right now. Um, mm. the, 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 the people that are really good at what they do, the craftsmen of our area, of our area, uh, have a pretty extensive backlog. People have been in their houses a lot this year, and they're looking for ways to fix them and update them, and and uh, the good get booked. So I would start now if you're thinking about 2021. I've asked you this occasionally, as far as because uh, I know you have great people that work for you. As far as the young folks getting into the business, the tradesmen, the tradespeople, the trades in general. I wonder if the, uh, and again, with COVID-19, things are all crazy. But I wonder if the schools are picking up or people, you know, maybe maybe college isn't right for me, somebody will say, and they want to try a, try a trade school. Have you heard any of those stories? I mean, uh, among all your workers, uh, do they, are they getting feedback that more people are getting involved in the trades? Yeah, you know, um, I've noticed it my myself in the last five years. There's been a been a shift in in high schools to try to get more of the trades involved, and and uh, again reemphasizing what what we can do in the trades and and with the shop classes. And there's a lot of contractors that are working with high schools. We have a, a mentorship program and apprenticeship program, and. We have a, a separate program for high school graduates when they start that they can actually go through training. So you can come to us without knowing anything. And over a year, year and a half, you are paid to learn a trade. And there's a five-tier system in each one of our divisions that, that they go through. And we're seeing a lot of kids take this opportunity, uh, not only at the trade schools, but with other contractors that have programs similar similar to ours, Denny. Um, I think... For a lot of people, they're they're looking at what this you know hundred thousand dollar education is really getting them, and and don't get me wrong, there's there's still that's education is a is a very important thing, and there's still a place for that. But you, I think, more kids are going into their post secondary education with a, a better plan than maybe they were a decade ago, just because you know, uh, Denny, I'm going to turn forty two this year, and. On social media, I still see a lot of uh, people my age celebrating paying off their student loans. Is that and, something? <laughs> and, uh, you know, you just think that's 15 years, 16, 20 years of, of paying those student loans sometimes. And, yes, it's a very friendly interest rate. But um, when you look at what you can do in the trades and how much money – and if you have an entrepreneurial bone in your body, Denny, getting into the trades and, and starting a business is a, is a very good pathway to make a – a very good living for for you and your family. I just think it's a it's an option more people are looking at, and I think we're going to see more and more people grow into that. We've added thirty four people this year, Denny. Um, this year, to our staff. Wow. This year, and um, during uh, the 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 economic environment that we have right now, and and, and what we're doing, um, we're really proud of that. But we, I think, are going to continue to see that growth trend in our industry and in the trades for quite some time. You know, I should ask you this. I, I don't think we've talked about it yet, but certainly uh, with with uh, the CDC and uh, people, Linda's folks, all the crews are very, very careful about uh, keeping, what do you call it, keeping their distance as they do the work. Am I right? Yeah, we reemphasize that on a regular basis. Uh, 
you know, our, uh, our, our mutual friend, Corey Heppelah, his, uh, his parents' uh, printing company hooked me up with a bunch of really awesome Lindis construction masks. And we also have buffs that everyone wears. We have a health questionnaire that gets filled out on a daily basis. And, you know, if you're, if you're sticky, uh, sick, you stay home. And, and we've taken the proper precautions and, and added the sick pay as we needed to. And it, uh, it's just something, uh, I don't want to say it's becoming normal, something that we're getting used to dealing with. But um, the panic and the fear seems to be dying down a little bit. And as I was discussing with some people the other day, Danny, I think uh, both homeowners and customers and, and, and people working in, in, in the trades have all started to have a little bit more empathy with people and how we're working and how, how to go about uh, doing these remodeling projects in a safe way. And, and just notice that sometimes timelines uh, get adjusted as people have to stay home. You know, if you're sick, you have to stay home. And just it's just all part of the deal right now. And hopefully we, uh, we find the end of this sooner or later. But it is what it is right now, Denny. Just yep. keep working our way through it and take the proper steps and, and try to listen to what the, the, our government officials tell us and read between the lines and go from there. Very good. Uh, 651-989-9226, the phone number and the text number. Uh, we had an earlier uh, question about um, LP uh, siding uh, versus um, steel siding. And there was another one. Uh, let's see if I can find it here. Another question, a cost comparison between those two, steel and LP. Can you give us a ballpark figure there, rough, roughly? The yeah, difference? you know, you're probably talking 5 to 10% more, maybe a little bit more on the LP, depending on uh, what uh, style of LP siding you you choose than, than it is than the seamless steel anyways. Box steel is going to be a little bit cheaper than that, but... Um, it's their the cost difference between the two. I think is negligible when when it comes to people picking between the steel and the LP. It's usually aesthetics that is the reason why they choose one or the other. Yeah, that makes sense too. Uh, speaking of another siding question, uh, we have steel siding in our house. It says it has faded on the south and west side. Can it be painted, and would it need to be primed first? Yeah, just like any other outside surface, yeah. it can be painted. Um, I always like you're saying, Denny. You, you you could paint a couch, but this is uh, <laughs> this is this is a a product that 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 can be painted. That's the nice part about steel and LP. The actual product itself is going to last a very long time. Worst case scenario, thirty years down the road, you do have to paint it. Now, I have some uh, box steel on one side of my house. Um, uh, it's got to be. Whew, 25, 30 years old, and it is getting these white spots on it. And I'm I'm going to reside my house entirely next year, but I would be 100% confident if you were to remove any loose paint, sand where you need to, wash the surface, prime it, paint it, you probably get another 20 years if you choose the right paint out of out of that paint job. Steel just is, is going to hold the paint even better than wood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a, just an amazing length of time. All right. I'm getting waved at here. We need to take a break, and we have another half hour of the show to go. So if you have any kind of a home improvement question for Andy, call it in or text it in, 651-989-9226. And welcome back to our home improvement show around every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, thanks to Linda's Construction. You want to get in touch? I don't think I've mentioned that yet. You can check it out, lindasconstruction.com, or call them. 
uh, eight, uh, the, the, we always say one eight hundred Leaf Guard, and somebody said, "Well, that's that's too many numbers. Just dial it. It works, right, Andy? It still works." Yes. If you're on a cell phone, stop when you get to the right mode numbers, or just go to linuxconstruction.com or social media. You can check us out on uh, any one of the social media platforms. Just type our name, and you should be able to find us. L i n d u s. Uh, how about the LeafGuard uh, business? How is that going? And because uh, I, I saw, in fact, <laughs> I was with my son Tony the other day, and and we saw yet another Lindis truck in the neighborhood. I can't think of how many people have uh, LeafGuard gutters. Uh, many I don't even know, but uh, they certainly know a good product. Uh, that's still a busy, uh, busy opportunity, isn't it? Yeah, uh, this time of year, you know, as people are dragging those ladders out of their garage to to get up there and clean out their gutters, um, our phones start ringing off the hook. Uh, we've had a little bit uh, drier fall, so but we're still busy. Our LeafGuard guys are going every day, and I think we're we're over seventy five thousand customers or uh, jobs that we've completed now in the metro area. So. We have a lot of LeafGuard customers out there, and guess what? My service team is still only two people strong, and people aren't waiting a, a long time for service. The number one service that we still have to do is downspout extensions. Mm-hmm. Um, those get smashed. They get to have as people see where the water goes. They want them longer, shorter, changed. Uh, that's still the number one service that we're dealing with. What about insulation? You and I haven't talked about that uh, for a while. Is is that something that people, well, maybe when the drafts start happening in their homes, but how about that? Are, are the folks busy uh, doing installing foam and whatnot? You know, um, if there's an opportunity to get a, a home improvement project done yet this fall, it's, it's insulation, Denny. The mild winter and... Uh, um, a pretty awesome summer we had led to, I think, a lot of people not uh, doing insulation projects or really worrying about, uh, you know, lowering their energy costs or making their house a little bit more comfortable. Now we get another polar vortex like we had uh, a couple years ago. Remember, that booked us up for almost six months in, <laughs> in the span of a month. But right now, uh, the free heat map analysis is still available. So we're going to come in. We're going to use our infrared imaging. We have a lot of other diagnostic tools that we're going to use throughout. We're going to give you a comprehensive report on where your air drafts are and the best place to fix them, what your current R value is, the types of insulation you currently have in your house, and what we would recommend if we're our, if we're our own home, how we would insulate it. And I think it's just uh, it's an as far as the free services that we offer, this is as good as it gets, Denny. I mean, I, I think that information, whether or not you use us to do any type of insulating whatsoever, just having that information on what your house has can be helpful down the road. Um, even if it's, uh, hey, next time you do a roof, I would do this. So it might be in 10 years, now you know that when you do a roof, you're supposed to do X, Y, Z with the insulation and ventilation. What What is that? We were trying to think of the term. Uh, that that underlayment that you put underneath the asphalt shingles, what 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 is that term that you guys use, and what is it? Well, uh, we have a couple of different underlayments that we use: our ice and water shield, and our main underlayment um, can be Tiger Par deck armor, both from GAF. That's a synthetic underlayment, and then we use their their ice and water shield now. We, we try to go three feet past the interior wall, but like in valley areas, we're going to put down three rows of ice and water shield. We're also going to put it up the rakes. Um, if you don't know what a rake is, it's the peak area of the house. We're also going to put along the hips. This is where two roof lines come together. 
So, and then we're going to put a synthetic underlayment over the, the top of the entire thing. So it's just in, I think the best way of doing roofing. And when it talks, when you, when you really factor in the, the amount of cost and more materials that we have to use compared to another roof, it's, you know, you're talking about three, four, 5% of the entire job. And for, for that, a little amount of money, I think it's the right thing to do. It's not code, but I just know where the weak points are on roof. So anytime we find rotten wood, we try to document it. And then next time we do roofing, we try to take a lot of steps to make sure none of our roofs ever have that. And knock on wood right now, Denny, we're not uh, dealing with a lot of leaky roofs at all. That's, that's great to hear. If you want to call in your question, your home improvement question, by all means, we have a line open, 651-989-9226. Or like some folks are doing, send a text, same number, 651-989-9226. Andy, let's go to the phones. I think Tommy's calling from uh, somewhere in Minneapolis. Tommy, you're on with Andy. Good morning. Uh, I've got a a two-car garage that is starting to lean significantly to one side. I think, actually, it it structurally looks good. I think the foundation is either going up on one side or down on the other. Question, uh, is that an easy fix, and do you do that type of work? Uh, it's, it's not a type of work that we do. However, um, when it comes to foundations and basements, uh, there's really nobody better than safebasements.com. I would get a hold of Jesse Treble and his friends and get them to come out and give you a free estimate on what it's going to take to stabilize your, your actual foundation there. They have some really innovative tools that they can use to make sure not only to, to level things out and make sure that it never happens again. And so if, if settling is an issue, there's steps that they can take to make sure at the very least it doesn't settle more. And if there's a fix to it, those are the guys that are going to know. Well, you mentioned, uh, of course, our friend Jesse Treble before, that he's not just known around CCO land. He's known uh, where? All over the country, would you say? I think you've mentioned that before. Yeah, you know, um, I we have an office in Ohio that we work with, and I was at a trade show down there, and I was looking at a basement company, and it looked really similar to what Jesse uses. And I'm talking to Jesse. Yeah, he's been down there training them on his system and things that they've invented on how to stabilize homes. And he does it throughout the country. So, yeah, we're we're lucky to have him in our backyard, that's for sure. Oh, indeed. Texter says this, Andy. We downsize to a one level on a lake, high water table. I would like to replace carpeting for a solid floor, better for aging in place eventually. We have dogs, so we need durability. My question is, will the floor be cold given we have a crawl space? It has been wrapped by safe basements, but it's still damp. Is insulating the floor from below possible, or is there a danger of mold? Uh, or any other ideas to avoid carpeting? you got a couple of questions there. Uh, yeah, there's always a danger of mold if it's a damp area. So, but you can definitely insulate the crawl space and we've done that on a regular basis with a, a spray foam application. Now, sometimes we have to do that in conjunction with the dehumidification system, but we can cross that bridge when we take a look at your project. When it comes to the actual floor, wanting to get rid of the carpet and aging in place, I, there's a lot of different options. Um, I can tell you uh, we have just actual hardwood floors at, at my parents' place, uh, Hickory, I believe. Um, they're beautiful. They've been refinished once, and that's the nice part about hardwood. You can refinish them over the years, and they will look brand new. 
And there are some costs that are involved in there, and you might have to factor that in when you're making a decision on the type of materials that you're going to use. But if if wear and tear is a, a big thing for you, um, I'm telling you, it's hard to go wrong with bamboo. Now, getting bamboo that you can refinish at a later date is a little bit harder. But I'm, I don't know, i got to be going on almost five, six years with, with my floor. And, and, and you know, the, the traffic that, that we have, it's the main entry into my house. I have three canines that are indoor dogs. One of them happens to be a very large Great Dane. And <laughs> it looks like the day I installed my floor. So it's amazing. It, it's a very durable option. And if cold is an issue, take a look at some of the electric heating mats that are available out there. We, my brother installed that on a, on a full wood floor in his basement, and it's, it's wonderful, Denny. I, I'm, not, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the full wood, some of the clicking that can happen on some of those, those floors. I'm, I'm not a big fan of. I'm more like the, the thick uh, actual hardwood or bamboo. You, uh, you guys have uh, in-floor heating at your home? I do in my basement, um, oh, yeah. very early model uh, of it, and it's uh, where they put electric pads in the actual concrete when they poured the new addition, which happens to be almost 30 years old now, in the basement. So one part of my basement is heated. It does warm up that entire space, and my animals can definitely find uh, exactly where that heating pad is because that's where they'll be lying throughout most of the day. My my garage, I did the actual in-floor heat with the wares bow. And if I ever build a home again, that's that's the option I would, I would pick. The, the cool down time and the catch up time to, to make it get hotter and make it cool down is, is a little bit longer than, than most other options. But once you get it to the temperature you want, it's a very efficient way to go. And it does not cost a lot of money to make it go. You know, my, my garage is pretty big, and I keep it at 55 degrees, and I, I don't spend a lot of money on propane. Isn't that something? Installation is relatively easy? Yeah. When, when you're doing new construction, uh, installation is, is, is relatively easy. Most of it's done in a day or two. Now, when it comes to the electric mats on that you're installing down before, like on a remodel, again, a lot of do-it-yourselfers install these, Denny, and if uh, that's usually a, a good litmus test, if on on how ease easily it can be installed. As a listener joined us a little bit late, and uh, by the way, for those uh, joining us, six five one nine eight nine nine two two six, call in your question or send a text. But this listener said, "I missed some of your siding conversation. Uh, what is the superior product?" for protecting your home and durability, LP or steel. So let's go over that again, if there well, is a superior product. You know, um, I definitely have a bigger track record with steel. We have steel projects that are 35, 40 years old almost out there, still to this day um, with original finish. And we've really only been using the LP product for about a decade, but the testing that we've done our own, the testing that they've done, um, knowing what I know from the diamond coat people, I, I would put LP as the superior of the two products. I just think it's uh, aesthetically and, and everything. I just, I love it. It's just a great product. Having said that, you can't go wrong with either steel or LP. It, it, it should be an aesthetic choice, um, because the cost of those are pretty similar. Now, can folks get on the website, the Lindus website, and, and look at these uh, samples, like if they can uh, imagine what their house would look like with some 
uh, LP or steel? Can they do that? Absolutely. And um, when you have a free estimate done by us, there's a lot of times we can take some pictures of your home and, and show you what your house is going to look like with LP or steel or different colors or different uh, profiles of siding or windows, whatever the case may be, roofing, um, garage doors even. Uh, it's, uh, you know, sometimes garage doors are overlooked any. And oh, yeah. it's, a, it's, you know, from a curb appeal standpoint, a lot of times that can be the, the majority of the front of your home. So taking a look at your garage doors and some of the options available out there for that is, is usually a wise decision when you're talking about siding. Excellent. Hang on, Andy. We'll take a quick break here. Invite our listeners to join in on the conversation. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, call it in or text it in. Same number, 651-989-9226. We'll be back with more home improvement here on Newstalk 830 WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show. We're here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to friends from Lindis Construction, like Andy Lindis, helping you out today. 651-989-9226. That's the phone number. That is also the text number. Here's what I think it's interesting, because especially in light of what we how we open up the show with uh, these callers that are uh, talking about roof damage, and they'll come out and give you an estimate. What are the texter says this? What are the signs of roof damage from hail? Can you see the damage from the ground, or do you need to get on the roof to check it out? Now, you have had a little bit of experience. You can probably spot it a mile away, but what do you look for? Yeah, not not all roof damage is created equal. Sometimes it's uh, very obvious. Sometimes it takes a trained eye to to find it. And sometimes it doesn't show up right away. It takes takes some rain and for the bruising of the shingles to actually start to show up. Now, a good place to start, if, if you're not comfortable getting up on your roof, by all means, don't. And if you don't have the proper equipment to get up there, this isn't something that you piece together. Um, and and I don't know, I've seen some people try to put ladders together or put a ladder up on to a secondary roof to get up on. If you're not used to getting up on your roof, don't. Um, there's enough free services out there and free inspections that you can get with people you can call to come out and and they'll, they'll let you know if, if you have hail damage or not. And if you're not comfortable with a contractor, contact your insurance company. Adjuster will come out and he'll, he or she will let you know, um, you know, what what's going on up there. But soft metals is where I would start. And if you're not comfortable getting up there, a pair of binoculars sometimes, if you start to see some dents or cracked shingles or corners of shingles coming off, uh, if you can get up on your roof and you're comfortable there to look on your ridge cap, that's usually one of the first spots I'm going to check. If there's damage, it's going to show up there pretty easily. And and getting down close to the shingles so you can actually see the type of bruising that that is happening. And, and sometimes you can't see it, but you can feel it. Hmm. All right. Good question. Here's another one. It says, do you recommend heater cables for ice dams, or is it possible they can cause more problems if installed incorrectly? Oh, for sure they can cause more problems. Sometimes it's just going to melt the water and still keep it up onto your roof. Uh, you need to have a plan with your, your heat cables. Um, are they, there's some uses for them. Is this the best option for getting rid of ice dams? Typically, no. 
Now, now having said that, I have a section of my my roof. When we really re-roofed about ten years ago, I should have put down three inches of foam and another roof deck, but I didn't. I packed uh, eight inches of insulation into this porch area, and typically we don't heat it, but we've been running a heater out there the last couple of years, melts the snow, and I end up getting icicles on my leaf guard. So I ran a heat tape along the back edge of my drip edge and then out the downspout. And I plug it in, and I never have to worry about icicles again. You need to make sure there's a channel for water to get out. If you're creating more water on your roof, you're going to cause issues. And when it comes to ice damming on roofs, typically insulation and ventilation is a better route to take than, than heat cables. And they just don't last very long, especially ones that are exposed to the sun. Uh, if you get three years out of them, I think you're, you're, you're doing well. Hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. Boy, we got a few of these texts that want to get answered here. Uh, this is another interesting one. Do shingles actually last as long as stated, or when should they really be replaced? You know, without inspecting it, it's really tough to say when things should be replaced. But I can tell you this, uh, the, the streaking on roofs, that's probably the number one reason why roofs that get replaced that shouldn't be replaced happens. People always think that they're losing granules, and typically there's some algae growth that's happening on there. They just uh, clean the roof and, and use a chemical. You can get it in almost any box store. A lot of times that's going to come clean. And if you do it on a regular basis, it's actually going to save on the life of your roof. Hmm. That's interesting. So speaking of that, this segues into another text that just came in. Uh, we have green moss growing on our 10-year-old roof at our cabin. Is this dangerous? What do we need to do to clean it? Um, it all depends on the type of shingles that they have. I see moss more often than not on cedar-type roofs. Having said that, on lake areas, you'll see it a lot with asphalt shingles as well. You need to get rid of that moss. What is, uh, that moss is eating something. It's going to hold moisture there. It's going to wear and tear on, on your roofing. So... Yeah, I would get up there, um, remove the moss, and then that same chemical for algae growth that you spray on your roof, there's a cleaner for that as well. I've had a lot of interest in uh, steel siding, siding in general today on today's show. A texter mentions a brand name. Uh, you mentioned steel, uh, they say, but not a brand. Is there, is there something, uh, a type or a brand that, uh, that Lindus likes to use or different names, or what do you think? Quality edge um they make i think the best uh soffit and fascia panel even when we use uh lp smart side more often than not we're using the quality edge soffit and fascia they're the way their soffit vents is very innovative and it's not only aesthetically pleasing i think it works better than almost any other soffit panel uh their actual choices of finishing for their steel siding product products and the the wisps of coil that we can get for our seamless machines there's a there's a wide variety there as well, and there's a really easy company to work with. And again, warranty means a lot. Manufacturers mean a lot to me. Um, there's anything we've learned over the last 40 years is that not all manufacturers are created equal, and sometimes that warranty is only as good as the paper it's written on. So you need to do your due diligence on the warranty and what's covered, and and don't be afraid to ask about previous warranty claims. And if you, I would I would talk to those customers and see how it went. I know this. Our warranty claims there's going to be zero out-of-pocket expense for the customers. That's important to us. And more important to us is how rare the warranty claims actually are. 
I haven't had one with quality edge yet. How about that? Now, when uh, Linda's uh, comes to a customer's home to replace the siding, whether it be steel or, or LP, what's the process? What go what goes on first? Uh, a layer of insulation. I said, what do you put on first before you put on whatever siding they've chosen? You know, I think this is where what really separates us from most other companies, Danny, is our underlayment and, and what we do for water infiltration and air infiltration after we remove the siding. Not only are we going to address any rotten wood, but all of your windows are going to be sealed better than, than they were before. And then we're going to use, more often than not, our Insultex product, which is an R6. So we're adding an additional uh, R6 to the exterior of your wall. And it's only five millimeters thick. And before, in order to achieve that R6, it would take us about an inch and a half of insulation to do that, Denny. And 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 now, so you'd end up building the windows out. So you didn't do it very often. But it it really does make a difference in your home. Not only is it going to tighten it up for air infiltration, but you actually have a chance of taking a two by four wall out to that R20ish region, which which is, is pretty awesome considering what we've had to do in the past. And there's a drainage plane built in to our underlayment. So should water get behind the steel siding or behind the LP siding, which it shouldn't, but should it get behind there, there's always a drainage plane to make sure it never gets to rotten wood. Now what, and I know we're our time here, we've got less than two minutes. Uh, if, if listeners want new windows, new roofing, new side, whatever the case may be, what do you think can still be done before year's end here, given our weather? You know, most everything. Roofing is, uh, we're going to be talking spring here pretty quick. It all really okay. depends on, on, on the weather that we're going to get, Denny. Um, if we can install into December, there's a lot of things that we can complete the, yet this year. But uh, windows will be installing all winter long. Insulation we typically do all winter long. Siding will install all winter long, uh, you know, barring a, you know, hopefully just a few cold days or snow days that we that we can't get out because of safety reasons. But sure. um, leaf guard, depending on how much snow is on the roof, we, we, we typically can do that all year long, too. It all really depends on, on the winter. But more uh, on almost everything, if you were to act pretty quick, you might be able to get it installed this year. Or well, early easiest, spring. Yeah, the easiest thing is check it out. Get on lindasconstruction.com, but it's even easier to give Lindis uh, a call on our famous number, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Andy, I know we're just about out of time here. Should we do this next week if you're available? Yes, sir. All right, very good. Yeah, get in touch with Lindus, L-I-N-D-U-S, lindusconstruction.com. And again, that toll-free number, 1-800-LEAFGUARD, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. 